Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the App Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. And we are back. So exciting. Okay, we have a million things to talk about today. We have a lot of pop culture topics, TV, obviously. Yes. Um, but we also have your wedding in, we're going to be there in one week. Your fiesta, the welcome party is happening. Like yes, right now. in a, a week from tonight. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, like, how are you feeling? Are you excited? I'm excited. I mean, I obviously like, you're excited. Yeah. I feel like I've got most things have come together. So I'm, like, feeling good about how everything's coming together. Um, my only thing now that I can control is the weather, which is I'm just Do praying. Do you think there's a chance weather. of bad weather? There's always a chance of bad weather, is there not? I mean, it's Mexico. I, I feel like you're not getting, I doubt it's going to rain for like three days straight. Right. You know? Yeah. Maybe you'll I, get a downpour at one point. I think but. it's like the kind of climate where like it might rain for like 20 minutes a day or something. Yeah. That's what but, I'm saying. But you know, when those weather forecasts are like scary and it like shows that it's going to rain, but even if it's going to rain for like, like the forecast shows rain, but even if it's going to be for like an hour. Yeah. I don't think that you should look at that. Like, I think you are going to, you know, we're going to be in Mexico. Like, you you know the climate. You just got to trust the climate. Okay. I think you're causing yourself extra stress by looking at it. So you think don't look at it? I think don't look at it because it's, because you know that when it's showing rain, that could be right. 15 minutes in the morning and you're going to stress yourself. You're probably envisioning like it's going to rain all day. Yeah. But if that's probably not going to happen. If that happens, it's very unlikely. Okay, well, you're right. You know I what it's, stop you've been to Mexico. You've been to Mexico. Yeah. Like, you know how those, how the weather forecast correlates to the actual weather. Mm-hmm. So just, you're right. It's just unnecessarily stressing myself out. It'll yeah. be fine. And I can't yeah. control it. Another thing, I can't, it's not like I could like do something by looking at it to change it. Can I ask a question? If sure. it does rain, does that change the financial calculus of the wedding? And I'm asking because, mm-hmm. I was worried about rain for that reason because we would have had to build a tent, which would have been like probably another 10k. So um, it won't change the financials. Actually, oh, there's good. an in- okay. they have an indoor space where you can have an event. Right. I just like the whole like my whole vision for it was like based on it being like on the beach. So can it'll ask- be fun. Yeah. Though can I can I ask a question? Sure. Um, can- can I walk barefoot down the aisle, like for the bridesmaid no. stuff? Oh fuck! Okay, I, the aisle down the you can take your shoes off as you get to the end of the aisle, and then go to your seat barefoot. Okay, but the but the aisle is like a wooden aisle. Oh, it's that they, solid. They're build no, yeah, they're building like a wooden aisle. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. Okay, yeah. I'm happy to hear that because I'm having a Sutton Strack esque ankle problem. Okay. And I'm anticipating that it's going to hurt to walk in heels. You can wear very low. I would wear very low block heels regardless, just because it's not going to be like a crazy heels night. Like you will be like fluctuating from like shoes to not shoes on the dance floor. I also have flip flops, right. obviously, for 
I'll be in those Anyone. the minute we yeah. get to the party. So, um, yeah. The shoes will not be a big part of the evening. Right. Okay. Say. But there's a solid... I was just anticipating myself having to walk on sand and heels down the aisle. So, no. now that that's not happening, feeling great. No. I have an aisle built. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. I mean, you know, you never know. Sometimes the Luke is like just the sand. And- that's true. Yeah. They have... The, I mean, that is a... I, I didn't really want that. I'm wearing heels. Like... Right. So... Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and you know me. Point. I'm not like exactly like if there's anyone who couldn't walk in the sand on heels, it would be me. Yeah, so. I'm just taking it easy and hoping that you know my ankle. What happened to your better. ankle? I honestly have no idea. Like, I don't remember turning it. I don't remember hurting it, but it really fucking hurts. But I'm gonna. I want to still walk. You know, I don't want. I mean, like, you have no, a week. Maybe it'll feel. Maybe it's just like a little sprain that'll feel better. Yeah, I'm too. hoping. I'm I'm planning on. Oh, that. you have more than um, a week before you're like walking down down the situation. aisle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> down your aisle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Something that you said on you up made me inspired to think of a game that we should play today. Yeah. And you were talking on you up with with Jared about like you know how do you know if you're being a bridezilla or if you're just you know having standards? Which yeah, I think is a question that anyone who has like any um. Any desire to not be a bridezilla, like some people lean into it. Some people right. are like, I really don't want to be that. And they try not to. I would categorize myself as like the second one. Right. Um, well, yeah. can I say that I also think it's interesting as I've thought about this concept. I've also thought about it just in terms of like, obviously, like weddings are the perfect occasion for like this side of anyone to come out. But I also do find, like I generally think of myself as like pretty chill. But um, I think the older that I get, and I've talked about this when I turned 30 too, it's kind of like the older you get, the more you are like, I want this the way I want it. And I have like Mm. standards that are like more rigid than they were when I was like 23. And I'm kind of like, I'll do whatever. Um, And so I think it applies to weddings, but it also applies to like work. Do you know what I mean? Like a product that you're given at work or like... um, anything you're pla- you're planning or a dinner or a hotel you're kind of like i want things to run in a way that like feels like there's thought put into it and being put and i'm like the last person i think who would even like think to say that but i think the older i get the more i get in that mentality but you don't want to get so far into that mentality that you become like some karen do right. you know what i mean it's like very slippery slope i will okay you just inspired me to have a whole new um, perspective that I might turn into a TikTok later. And that <laughs> is, I actually think the concept of bridezilla is sort of inherently sexist because at this, it's, it's almost sort of like parallel to the uh, sort of way that women are instructed to like feel about and act and have their bodies be. It's like, you have to be perfectly like, you know, you have to look a certain way, but you can't like, you know, uh, complain too much about trying too hard and you have to like spend all this money and you you know and then right. if you and if you don't have that then you're obviously like at a disadvantage and you know you're there's all these other things projected onto you um but women are also supposed to like look amazing but not care you right. know but but you know this just happened that i woke up like this you know um and i think it's sort of similar women are there's such a premium place on weddings and marriage for women like this mm-hmm. being for the many women, the life. most, right. the event of your life until you have kids, you know. But even so, um, then it's about the kids. The kids, so. right. So right. women are expected to 
both have this amazing wedding and be completely chill right. and and flexible in the process of getting to this most amazing day of their lives. But and if they're not, then there's a name for them. But you it's know, also interesting. If you fail in it, you have a name. Not to not to disagree with the feminist comment because I do think there's definitely elements of that in there. But I think that's true of like. It's funny you see these like exposés of businesses too, mm. right? Where it's like, oh, the boss. Like I think of the away. I think of the away. Away. Okay, away controversy of- where they're like, Me and too. they were like so strict and crazy about the name tags being like a certain way, and we were like overworked. It's kind of like, do you want people to build a business, or do you like? Like there are you can't like you can't have like an incredibly meticulous wedding without someone being like a psychotic bitch a little bit (laughs) just like you can't have like a company that runs extremely effectively and efficiently and is really profitable without someone sort of like being a hard ass well okay just to even bring that away story i've been thinking about that away article a lot particularly since the dave portnoy article dropped Mm. in insider because you read about the things that he is criticized for his office conduct and obviously his out of office conduct, but even the office conduct. Real quick for the listeners, will you give us like a one sentence summarization of what happened with Away and with Dave Portnoy? Well, with Dave Portnoy, there was recently, like I think two weeks ago, an article in Business Insider about um, there were, I believe, three women who came forward and talked about how he like allegedly was violent with them during like sexual encounters and he filmed them without their consent. And then obviously the article dives into, you know, like the culture at Barstool and, you know, how women, what types of things they're asked to sign to be employed there, like basically saying like, I'm okay being like exposed to whatever Mm -hmm. sexually explicit behavior and commentary. And you really just get a sense in the article that, you know, it's sort of like what they describe you imagine that that's what the the lawmakers who created the concept of like a hostile work environment. You sort of imagine that they're that's like what they're describing it, right? They're describing and that they're trying to prevent from happening, getting ahead of it. Yeah, and then in the away article, you know, they're also describing a quote unquote hostile work environment. But the things that the executives, the female founders, did were like they were very demanding you know, with employees' time. They never, you know, they were incredibly overworked. They were bitchy on Slack. They were, you know, it was, that's what really stuck out to me. Like, they were bitchy on Slack, you know? Right. Um, And they over, you know, they overworked them. They were very demanding. It was more of like an Amazon-type environment, I would say. You know, an Amazon warehouse vibe. Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, the perfect anything doesn't really exist in terms of, like, you know, it's very difficult to create a company that has it all. Yeah, I mean, and or a wedding that has it all. <laughs> well, it you're not being demanding. But if you look at the difference in the criticisms between what's going on at Barstool and what was going on at Away, the consequences that each of those founders suffer, it's such an, a ridiculous contrast because like the Away founder was mean on Slack and Dave Portnoy potentially allegedly sexually harassed right. employees. Like there's a huge difference. I think Dave Portnoy himself is like a complete anomaly in terms of like how, I mean, in most cases, in most companies, the person would have a lot more, man or woman, I think would have a lot more accountability. Yeah, accountability and repercussions. The one that gets weird is that Dave Portnoy's whole brand is sort of built on being this person. So it's kind of like the people who like his brand don't care at all. 
Whereas like Away is a different, it's not like a personality driven brand. Honestly, but it doesn't matter because those are the most extreme examples. But I'm talking about like, you think about all these like female founders who stepped down for various reasons. Right. And then you look at how so many male executives have, you know, been able to sort of skate by with a slap on the wrist. That's literally what succession they're they're expressly saying that in that show, like, oh, it'll be a few slapped wrists. And that is like the theme. So it's like, you know, you see it in every level of society. And that's why you see it with these weddings. And it's never like, oh, the the groom was so demanding, you know, unless he's Shane. In White Lotus. But how do you know that the bride isn't just the the right the proxy for the groom? It's like, you know, right. if it's the groom being demanding, is there's no word for that. There's no Yeah, he's you being know, an there's asshole. no expectation. There's, there's no expectation on the groom to create the wedding at all. Oh yeah, well that's definitely true and that's very archaic. This episode of App Betches is brought to you by FrameBridge. Around our office, we have so many colorful framed art prints and photos. It creates such a fun atmosphere and gives our space that unique Betches character. I've been a longtime user of FrameBridge because anytime I want to frame something, custom framing can be so difficult and expensive, and they don't always have the sizes you want online if you want to try to frame something yourself. So then your options are to bring something to an expensive framing store or leave it in your closet collecting dust. But FrameBridge makes it so easy and affordable to get your special artwork and memories in frames so you can spice up your space with ease. Basically everything in my house has been framed by FrameBridge. We got our wedding photos done immediately by FrameBridge. We've hung a gallery wall. FrameBridge is truly my go-to. They make it so easy to select a frame to see how they would look online and they send you packaging so that you can send in the thing you want framed so that it won't get ruined. We all know that getting custom frames can be difficult, but FrameBridge is easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. You can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a retail store if you need some guidance. You can either upload a digital photo for them to print or mail in an item using their free secure prepaid packaging that I mentioned. Then Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or visit a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. We're going to play a game where I give you a few scenarios that are irking me and you tell me am i being a bridezilla yes no this game is called bridezilla wrangler so i'm gonna i'm gonna give jordana feedback on some issues with her wedding okay okay so let's start with the covid rules okay okay the covid rules to me in mexico don't make any sense right so as a i i've had issues with the venue i guess around these seemingly arbitrary rules. One of them is that you can only have eight people per table and the people have to be six feet apart at the table. (laughs) Okay. At this outdoor wedding um, with people who are all friends and family and will be dancing. But there's no rules about dancing. Is the reception indoors? No. I mean, unless it rains, everything is outside unless it rains. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. So everything. Every event is outside yeah. unless it rains. Okay. Um, which, as you, which really ties yes. into my weather. Um, thing. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. But um, so okay. How is that even physically? Right. It doesn't what tables. Make, I don't think they really like pay attention like fully. 
But they were like, okay, my venue is like one of the venues. Like most venues don't really enforce this because it's absurd. And apparently my venue is like. Where do you might- get tables? Like right, a rental that company. big. How big are those they're fucking not tables? That's what I'm saying. They're not like the, the like they're not actually like that in practice. So for me, I'm kind of like having to like argue with them to get like a ninth person at a table that can that can fit way more than that many people. Um, and the rules don't make sense. The other arbitrary COVID rule that doesn't make sense to me is that events have to end at 11. It's a COVID rule, right? And I'm kind of like the same people are going from are going to be together. What is the the COVID yeah. doesn't come out after? No, Eleven. I mean that was the criti- That was the whole policy criticism. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, and it's I would I would almost get it if it was like okay, like bars have to close after eleven because it just like makes people less likely to be like, com- like a gathering. But those people are right. these people are going to be together no matter what. Like right. they're not. It doesn't. And the time to me doesn't make any sense. So that's okay. why I'm being okay, very so annoying about that. So you're just annoyed that they're like being really like particular about. And so it's causing, you know, small issues that you that would just make everything a little. Right. It just makes small things more intensely complicated for no for seemingly no no seemingly no. reason. Right. Okay, so you want me to say whether you're being a bride? Yeah. Okay, I don't think you're being a bride. I mean, I don't know how you spoke to them, but but but, um, without knowing how you spoke to them. I understand why you're frustrated by this because it seems completely absurd. Right. Um, I understand from their perspective, like they need to technically um, like follow the rules. But and so, yeah, so it'll end at 11. Fine. I don't really understand. Like, what is the implication for the ninth person with the table? That's what I'm saying. Like, is the ninth person going to create COVID? Like if there's well, eight people. <laughs> well, the, my, my question is more like, what does that mean that you have to change? It means I just have to move people. I have to move the tables around to like, it's very hard to get eight people. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you have a certain number, there's like a puzzle. Yes. Like if you could be more flexible with the amount of people at a table, it just makes that process a lot easier. Then you can like put the, put the extra ninth or 10th person with the people that they know instead of having to move them to the table that they don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, that's so awkward. Right. You could do like sevens. Like you don't have to have eight. Well, that's what I mean. Like that's what I'm saying. That's what we wind up doing. But it just seems like an extra unnecessary. So we're just going to be these huge tables. Like no, it's going to look hard. It's going to look good. I'm like, and I also, it's you know what I mean. It's kind of like I'm not really sure. And again, it's not the United States, so it's like a different way of doing things. I'm not really sure like what they're saying they're going to be like enforcing versus what they're actually going to be enforcing or like what the. It's kind of like, are you telling, yeah. are you putting this in writing? So you're putting it in writing and then you're not really going to like, because it's like unclear just how strict I all the things yeah. are. Right. And wh- when you did, did you give them a table seating and they said, no, there's nine people. We can't have that. Well, they had to get it like specially approved by like the, like, the, like. Okay. COVID department. Did it get approved? It did get approved. Well, that's okay, what I'm saying. So- I've resolved. I've resolved the issue. Okay. 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 Good. I don't think you're point. being a. I mean, again, without knowing what you said to them and, you know, without having the recording of the well, phone call, I don't think it's so um, here, well, here's too the much that you're, that you're upset by that. To summarize, like, the majority of my issues, it's kind of like, especially with, like, little, like, you would imagine you're, you're throwing a wedding at a venue, right? And you're paying a lot of money to through tens of thousands of dollars to host it at this venue. You would imagine you wouldn't be like nickel and dimed for like 
tiny little things like like what are you this will be issue number two what are you being nickel and dime for like okay like the bridesmaid lunch right i'm like okay i want to make sure i have like food for the bridesmaids when they're getting ready so they send me like the standard room service menu which is like a you know like a 20 dollar wrap per per thing and i'm just kind of like is there no like i'm already like i'm can you do a catering situation right like they don't that's what i'm saying they're not like that's not in their abilities. If they're Did you like, ask? This is the menu. Yes. And they're kind of like, this is okay. the menu. Like you can, and it's like per, you know what I mean? Like you're paying like a room service. So we just have to order like, room service basically. Essentially. I mean, I'm going to like, obviously like, I'm going to have it yeah, all like no, set and right. coming. But yeah, it's like, that. Just, that's just like a little example. Or like, I'm kind of like, okay, so we have the presidential suite for three nights, but we get there on Wednesday. So we have a fourth night. So I'm like, could you just like, could you upgrade? We got a regular room for the first night because that room is obviously very expensive. The Kapua suite. Right. Or the pineapple <laughs> yeah. room. The yeah. pineapple suite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, could you like, could you upgrade us for that Wednesday? And they're like, well, it's not in like the amount of upgrades that you have. And I'm like, what are you talking Within, about? Like, like Marriott. Uh, Hyatt. Yeah. Hyatt. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask when you get on the like how do you ask them do you ask via email or do you ask on the phone like pretend I'm them and you're asking first I ask via via phone and then they're like we'll look into it and then I follow up via email and they're like well that's not in your upgrade list so then I'm forced to send back a strongly worded email that makes me and I'm like myself the part of myself that I don't like is coming out who is like Demanding, demanding and entitled and like right entitled yeah. and like i'm just imagining how they're looking at me as like this annoying american bitch yes yeah, which yeah like yeah. do you know what i mean i feel like i'm now yes. like being well, okay, that person that and obviously I, like, I know these are all extreme luxury issues very much like that's when and when i think about that i'm kind of like why am first, first of all why am i getting so worked up over this um <laughs> because it's so small do you know what I mean? especially in the grand scheme it's, no i understand like I get it. You you want to at least ask if they can like do you a solid. This you is know, like it's a it's, hospitality industry. It's kind of yes. like if you had the room available and someone is throwing three events for at your hotel consecutively um, and paying tens of thousands of dollars, like in my opinion, like if I were on their end and I had the room anyway, why wouldn't I just yeah. give it to them? <laughs> I mean... Would you give it to them? Think about the money. It's I'm saying there's no difference in money if they have the room available. It doesn't cost right. them anything else to just like. Maybe they think someone will. Bo- I mean, OK, my I guess it's like they might yeah. think someone else will book it fine. OK, when, OK, my my thought is that and this is OK. My mom is very good at getting things. Like, I'm very bad at getting things. OK, <laughs> she has like, I don't know. She's like the getting things whisperer. Um she doesn't always succeed, but like, you know, sometimes because sometimes they're just not going to do it. Like sometimes you're dealing with a company or a right. hotel. It sounds like this hotel might be one of them that they're just like not that kind of place where they're not going to be like, oh, sure, we'll weave this part right. of your bill. Yeah. Like there are places like that where it will happen, but some places are just like, no. And like, perhaps that's part it's of the, not in the policy corporate like, structure. You know, I don't know. Whatever. It might be. It might be like you don't get, you know, they I just might not have they someone who's pissed if sure. you, they see that you waived X, Y, Z thing. So you might just be talking to one of those people or those companies and therefore it's just not going to happen. But I feel like where 
where you could have gone differently is instead of replying with a strongly worded strongly worded email, you should have gotten on the phone this is with them in reply to their like no, it's not your upgrade and been like be like, do you have a chance to talk this through on the phone? And then when you talk to them on the phone, I would have asked not for the presidential suite. But I didn't for ask like, for the presidential suite. Oh, you asked for like any upgrade? I asked for like an upgrade to the beach area. To oh. Whatever. That's and they wouldn't saying. even give you that? They eventually did. But it was after my, that's what I'm saying. It was after, like first they said no. And then I wrote the strongly worded email back that was like, this seems absurd to me. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you just like, do it like given all of these things and then i also point out in that email like all of the other things that they fucked up so like what else did they fuck up um when we went to do the tasting they didn't have the like um we went in mexico basically to do the tasting and to do the other things so they didn't have the like cocktail hour food like ready what for the thing right that's the best part of the wedding i know right so they didn't have that available and then like we were there we did we tasted like the like the main course thing and then they were like okay we'll send it to your room and then the cocktail hour food yeah they were like we'll send it to your room and then so she whatsapp messages me like the manager and she's like can i um she's like oh like they needed to change the time they were sending it to the room because like the chef something with the chef and i'm like all right well we have like and again this makes me sound like an asshole i'm kind of like we have a massage booked for that time so like can you do it before or like after because we already have something booked so we won't be there and like why would i want to mm-hmm. like to have it when it's like cold hours later yeah she doesn't answer me for the rest of the trip so i'm what you, right i'm saying and then i'm like oh my god i'm shane i'm like freaking out no i'm honestly, like honestly like, 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 like what is do you know what i'm saying it's like it's it's and again these are all like so it's like complaining look, about it i hear myself right i hear myself complaining right i hear myself complaining about it and i'm like I couldn't get it because my because of my massage. I'm like the asshole here, but also no, like I'm not. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, like this is what a this is the hospitality is. industry. That is like right. the whole that's idea. What's con- that's what's a little confusing to me about it because hotels make a lot of revenue on events like this. Mm-hmm. Like that is a huge revenue stream for them. I don't know. My sense is that maybe this hotel. Is not. I mean, here's you know. the thing, though. Like, they, what the hotel, like the the staff that works at the hotel, like just mm-hmm. in, like connecting with the with the um, guests. Great, really accommodating, really nice, really helpful. Yeah, um, it's more like the events Event management, manager. right? Like that whole team, which yeah. is separate, which is not like hotel guest facing. They're They're in the events industry. They're not in the hospitality industry. The actual like waiters and like bellmen and like everyone, like the the concierge, like everyone else who I've interacted with there, them is like very accommodating and very helpful. So maybe it's, maybe it's like uh, an event versus policy. Yeah. Corporate events versus like the hotel. Like they can't give you the catering, you know, they can't or like, they can't get an upgrade. Like, it's not their thing, you know? Right. And I mean, a lot of these things I've like, I've finagled, but it's kind of like I had to, I'm like, I'm, I'm mad at them for making me beg for it. Or like, okay. making, and making me into this person that I don't want to be. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm the abusive guest that like, I don't want to be. 
Um, and I don't want to be like rudely sending screenshots of her not answering me to the general manager. But like, oh God. I'm kind of, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to be this, this is why White Lotus was so good. Yeah. Good. I'm like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to be this person, but also like, come on. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it completely. Um, yeah. Because here's the thing. Sometimes co- corporations will just fucking abuse you. And, you know, they can. It's also like they can. It's like, I mean, I don't want to throw them under the bus, but like, this is Hyatt. They don't like need me. This isn't like a boot. This isn't like a little. Also, like they have well, me. Also, on the other side of that is they they don't need you, which because they're so big, it actually doesn't really. They should be able to more easily accommodate. Right. You. Like it shouldn't. It's like. It's like a penny to them is my point. Like to right. give you catering versus the room service menu, they should be able to do that without there being like a whole fucking right. drama around it. But all, and also like, but here's the other thing. Like they have you. It's like, what am I going to do? Change the venue? <laughs> they know that. Yeah. And that to me is like, especially because I don't know. I'm like, I'm being controlled by money. <laughs> like, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean. Again, and again, everyone, this is not to disparage anyone who works at this hotel, like, day to day on the ground. They are incredible. I actually, that's one of the reasons we, like, we were there and we, like, loved everything about it. And we're, I'm very excited for, like, that situation. But yeah. um, anyway, it's been causing me I don't think you're, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think you're being, like, that unreasonable, honestly. Like, if you were like, we couldn't get the tablecloths that we wanted, I'd be like, all right, whatever. Like, you know, but um, right. I know you're not that person. I would have been surprised. Yeah. And then like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean when you're writing a strongly worded letter and then you're like, should I send this? Is this too harsh? Should I go back in and like soften it up? Um, uh, yeah, I know when I'm writing a strongly worded letter. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I think that the, all these issues will resolve themselves. And I don't mean to show you how the meat is being made here. I no, want you I to think, enjoy it honestly, as a guest. I think, honestly, Just, I think the meat is exciting. You know? The butcher shop. I'm excited. Yeah. The butcher shop is very exciting. Yeah. Okay. We have something very exciting to talk about also that is relevant to tonight. Jared is going to be on the Tonight Show with, yes. um, with Taylor Swift. I'm so excited um, to see him and to like – I can't believe he, – he, He's going to get to meet Taylor Swift, right? That's what I said. And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like he'll get to like, at least like see her. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But he's no, great. I'm, Have you seen his recent, you would love it. Have you seen his recent stand up? Like the late, I haven't seen, no, I haven't seen his like latest. I went with what, my, what's the, we went what's to, the um, I don't know what the theme, I don't know what his bit, I'm sure whatever he's doing for TV is like a tone has to be like a little bit more like toned down what was and like it when family you saw friendly. Him? Um, he did a whole, I think he did a whole like hour long set at, where did I see him? Gotham, maybe? He was so good. He was so, so, so funny. Um, yeah. I should see like, it. I mean, crack up when I, when I listen to Jared or watch his sets or even when like I have him on DST and we just talk like it's funny. Like I crack up for an hour. Yeah. I mean, it, he, and he's refined yeah. it over the years. It's gotten like, I think much better even than it was always good. Um, so you should definitely check him out and anyone who's listening at stand up, or you can come to our live show at town hall on December 8th. Um, and that's a Wednesday and we're going to be there and it's not stand up, but it's like a you up live, um, and super audience interactive. It's going to be incredible. Um, and Sammy, I will probably be there. I assume. Uh, okay. I am planning to be there. The only little, cr- uh, 
issue might be that I might have to do my egg retrieval that day. And oh. if that happens, I if it's that day, that that is the last day that it will be. But probably, I'm actually starting shooting myself up with hormones the day I return from your wedding. Oh, so that wow. should be Well, fun. that's another big update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm shooting myself up with hormones the day that I get back from your wedding. And then the retrieval window, she said, should be between December 3rd and 8th. So if it's on the 8th, I probably won't make it. But that's also the last day that it will be, potentially. So there's a good chance it will happen before and I'll be able to make it. How are you feeling? I am actually excited. I'm going today to get an ultrasound and like, you know, get another pre checkup. And um, I'm a little I'm a little nervous. We so we decided that this will be actually like the second child. Um, And that we what? What do you mean? So like, we're gonna, I think, try to get pregnant naturally, like, sooner, you know, within you know, just a sooner time period. So, so the, but let's say, you know, we did that. Okay. Then the second child would have to be like after 35. And so this. Would it have to be? I guess. Yeah. You're almost 33. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I'm almost 33. (laughs) Um, Assuming the first child is at like 33, 34, end of 33, beginning of 34. Right. Like there's no way I would have a second child like that fast. So this would be like the second or making well, our second you use it, why, why, why not use it for both? Well, I might, you know, right? it depends how many there are. I guess I could. I would imagine how, if, they, right, if they were. Well, because then I would have to pay for a second IVF. Like to get, to get it in place. Well, you get more than one embryo from the process. Yes, but you have to like, then I would like, you pay for a full cycle, meaning like also the implantation. Mm-hmm. So I would have to like do two implantations then. Okay. I see. Versus okay. like one implantation. So one I mean, you would want to do naturally and the other one. If pos- if it works, you right. know. Okay. Well, that's exciting I, I might get impatient. You know, I might get impatient and we'll, you know. Right. <laughs> and be like, fuck this. <laughs> you know? So you're thinking end of 33? What is Ish. the end of 33? For the, the birth? I, yeah, I guess. Pro- pro- you know, around. Oh, wow. Maybe-ish. That's exciting. I'm thinking like go off birth control in the summer. After you after the ski season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> actually after right, the well, ski yeah, season. Yeah, live it yeah. up this winter. This is winter. Yeah. Sammy's winter uh, summer of winter of Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag that on all your pictures. Sammy's final winter. No, God forbid. <laughs> winter no. is coming. Yeah. Winter's summer is baby, spring baby, is coming. Babies are coming. Time to yeah. <laughs> Yeah, time to have all the fun. Okay, well, that's a that great update. Came out of, so buy your tickets to UF Live on December yes. 8th. Maybe I'll be there. <laughs> Maybe Sammy yeah. will be there. We'll see yeah. how our retrieval I goes. feel like we just did like a like a Russian nesting doll of a conversation. Also, tune in to Jared at um, you know, eleven thirty-five tonight on the Tonight Show. I'm gonna stay up for it. Same. I'm. I well, I mean, I. What time do you usually go to bed? It could it changes all the time. It could be oh, ten. Right, it could be two. You're anti-routine. So, no routine. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll stay up for that tonight. Yeah, that's going to be great. I'm excited. I will be watching for sure. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. 
I've been to therapy for many years. And whenever I have a problem that I just can't seem to wrap my head about, if I have intrusive thoughts or I have something I just like I'm avoiding, I always go to therapy because I know my therapist can help me work through the issue come out on the other side and just leave the session feeling like everything's going to be okay. Nothing has transformed my life quite as much as my therapy experience. I can't recommend therapy enough and BetterHelp is a great way into it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitor are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Do you want to talk about um, this Aaron Rodgers vaccine thing and Shailene Woodley? um... I mean, speaking of Jared, he had a very funny uh, little rant about it on his Instagram story, which I thought was very, very funny. That was so funny. Yeah. So, okay, in case you haven't been following the story, Aaron Rodgers recently tested positive for COVID. Um, but that was controversial because he had previously sort of implied that he had been vaccinated by saying, um, telling the media that he was immunized, which uh, looking back, you know, now you got to clarify these types of things. What do you want? Um, you have to say vaccinated now. Is that how we're... Well, I guess now, now that he fucking ruined it for, you know, everyone. Right. Um, so this week he like was he went on um, TV and he called himself like a, a critical thinker. Right. And then he was like, I consulted with Joe Rogan about like my treatment and his treatment was ivermectin, a.k.a. horse paste. Um, and then Shailene Woodley came out, who's his fiance, and basically was Did like. Did married already? I don't remember. I don't think so. No, they're just, I think they're just engaged. And she was like, she was like anti, she was like the media was, shouldn't be disparaging him for his choice to not get vaccinated. Um, It wasn't even what they were disparaging him for. No, they were disparaging him for misleading the league and the media. Here's my, I'm so annoyed because I really liked Shailene Woodley and I actually feel like this is like making me respect her less. Like I liked her like whole vibe of like, I'm not really like doing the full Hollywood thing. Um, And like, I'm a little offbeat and I like kind of don't shower. Um, I kind (laughs) of like enjoyed it as like a little change of pace because she is a very talented actress. But now I'm like, oh, you know when you're kind of like, oh, I liked your offbeat vibe and then you're like, Oh, does that mean? And then you're like, does this offbeat vibe mean you're like QAnon shit? Like, the, I mean, I, it's like, definitely it's like the crystal culture. You're like, oh, I like your offbeat crystal culture. Like, it seems cool that you're like into holistic shit. And then you're like, oh shit, oh, actually, this is- you're into other right. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, here's the thing. I don't think that like being that sort of off the beaten path person used to have to mean that you were on the path to QAnon. 
maybe it still doesn't, but I do think the nature of social media algorithms, particularly Facebook and Instagram, do lead you to that. So now it's harder to be like, oh, I'm I'm like a little open to some mystical stuff. Right. Uh, but then stop yourself. Like, yeah. You can't be like, then you can't it's like, be like, then like you I suddenly are like, yeah. Mystic. Then it's like you're suddenly like there's something they're not telling us and it becomes like pervasive. Like that used to be like you could just be like a little bit out there, but not that. Right. Now you're now you're like Facebook starts feeding you disinformation if you're into that. Yeah, so, it's a very slippery slope. Yeah. Um what I want to say to Aaron Rodgers is like, okay, so like when you have your next football injury, you're gonna call joe rogan like what like why why like you're proud to have called a podcast host it's like if we were to be like i'm gonna call howard stern because right. I, I got a an std like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't it doesn't make any sense like why anyone would be an ex, like these people would be an expert on any of these things like you're a football player he's a football player right <laughs> you're yes. a football player i don't know what sport he does all i know of him all i know is that he's um Jordan Rogers' brother. I knew you were gonna say yeah. that. And JoJo Fletcher is like, and they know, don't even speak. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm kind of like, okay, now this. Now I'm kind of thinking it's not Jordan's fault. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean this guy's a dick. Like, he's. It's also yeah. problematic because he's so high profile, and therefore, like, you know, all the Joe Rogan bros who are like, you can't make me get vaccinated. Like, you know, are right. gonna pull this. I mean, bullshit. he got COVID, so jokes on him so you're not immunized right like did he have a bad case i don't even know it honestly what what did i'm just curious like what he thought immunized him (laughs) like he probably thought like his like amazing football skills immunized him well yeah they're you know the sort of male version of um the crystal world is like functional medicine but like right. not the feminine functional medicine. It's like the masculine functional medicine where it's like, it's like if I just, you know, eat the right macros and, and like, yeah, you know, wake up and give myself a cold shower. Like it's my all... immune system will be totally protected. Like, yeah. And then they're, and, and they're, those are the people who are so skeptical too. They're like, the, how do we know it really came from like a, well, a it's bat. a very like old school, alpha male type like i don't get sick or like i'm not gonna be like a little like like sensitive person who needs to take snowflake snowflake who needs to take all these medicines it's very much like it's like i I drink this like smoothie with all these ingredients and therefore my my baseline health is so much better than yours it's right (laughs) i've had a panel done by my holistic doctor I do cryotherapy so it's I'm like cool. they're literally I mean even LeBron James was kind of like that he was like I think he just got vaccinated right and he was like yeah. he's like I'm not telling everyone to do this but at okay. least he got it <laughs> honestly tell me what separates someone who's like into this bullshit like baseline health functional medicine thing what separates someone like that from being Shannon Bador you know what's really the no difference? they're in the same camp yeah totally so yeah yeah i mean but it's like the masculine version it's like the i'm so tough right it's like very it's very like science is not cool like real science is not cool it's no it's like science is cool but like only the science that i find like 
that not, no one else finds. You know, there is right. a science. It's there like is an a elitist, science piece. It's very elitist, kind of. It's like, does it, it's right, pretending it's, like, it's not elitist, but it is elitist. Right, it's like, I critically thought about the science better right. than you. <laughs> it's their own brand of elitism. And I think it's almost like a rejection of, like, intellectualism. It's like, it's, we're not good at this thing, so we're going to, no, like... No, but they're not, they're not necessarily all saying... I have one person in mind, and they're not necessarily always saying... They're not anti-intellectual. They think that their intellect is like better and that their research is better. It's like they're saying that they are intellectual. Aaron Rodgers was like, I'm a critical thinker. Right. So it's not anti-intellectual. It's like, it's like rejection of the mainstream intellectual. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But that's by the, putting that's themselves above real, it. That's real intellectualism. Their version is not real. Their, yeah, their version is like um, narcissistic intellectualism. Yeah, I don't like it. Anyway, yeah. Um, so quickly, <laughs> Paul Rudd is sexiest man alive. I'm very into that. He's like, I think he's. I think it's it is true, but I wonder like, Paul Rudd's has very good publicist. Like Paul Rudd, I don't think there was any vibe. Great vibe. I don't think there was any reason for him to have been named to this. So so that to me indicates it's not like he has like something going on like. Like, he's kind of like a running trope of him not aging. He's always having a moment, but like, why this year? You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan Good of his. There's, I like there's him. nothing about him that annoys me, which is me rare. Either. <laughs> me either. The only person I feel that way about is Elise Morales. She's the only other person I feel that way about. That doesn't annoy you? That there's like, she puts herself out there fully and there's nothing about her that like, that I'm like, oh, she's so fucking annoying. I would agree with that. That's a good call. It's Elise yeah. Morales and Paul Rudd as the least yeah. annoying people in America. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they should know that they um, have been granted this important award. So seriously, there should be a sexiest man of the year. There should be a least annoying, least annoying person celebrity, in America. Celebrity of the year. I would prefer to win that. Me um, too. That award. But then you're going to have a bunch of people like trying so hard to be down to earth. And like, that is the last thing I want to see. Right. Well, it has, it's kind of the kind of thing you either have it or you don't. That's the issue. Like, no, but they're you can't trust try me. To, like, you can't try to not be annoying. You're either like annoying or you're not annoying. If you have the right publicist, you can do anything. Right. I mean, I guess I'm. I, we just had a whole conversation in the beginning of this episode about how annoying I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I wouldn't win the least annoying person of the year award. <laughs> Who would Elise? Elise, right? And Paul Rudd. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And 
Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Ready to redefine your relationship with alcohol? Whether you're trying to cut back or just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol, allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet, fruity sours? Athletic Brewing has an assortment of non-alcoholic beers in almost any style you can think of. One thing I really like is a great Sunday brunch. And sometimes, you know, you kind of want to have a drink during it. But also it's Sunday and you kind of want to get your life together. That's the perfect occasion to have an Athletic Brew non-alcoholic beer. Athletic Brews a variety of great-tasting, award-winning non-alcoholic beers, including IPAs, Goldens, Extra Dark Brews, Sours, Hazies, and more, many of which are only available online and for a limited time. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic Brews Bebs, you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights, and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. When you support Athletic, you support a company that cares. They're a certified B Corp and donate up to $2 million annually to protect and restore outdoor spaces around the globe through the Two for the Trails program. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code BETCHES to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's B-E-T-C-H-E-S at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer. Exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company. Fit for all times. Should we talk about succession real quick? Yeah, let's do it. I thought Adrian Brody was so, such a highlight for me. And um, he's a great actor. I really liked this episode because it took them like somewhere else. And it felt like there was the, Adrian Brody being in the episode was almost like a fountain of youth in the middle of the episode. Where I just felt like, oh, this is like a fresh performance. Yeah, I like the whole. I I agree. I thought that was the uh, very good episode. I like the the way that it played out. Um, the conversation was really good. I like that he was like, <laughs> um, kind of like lying, and then like he was telling him like 
what he acts like they were, the, the truthfulness like on their walk back was just like yeah. very done very well well i thought that scene was that was really good acting that whole scene mm-hmm. um like between when they were like eating and then when they were walking back and um yeah i i really liked this episode actually agreed my question is like what he is gonna die you know eventually like like, what's the plan? Does he want to, like, ruin the company so that when he's gone, like, it's really shitty? Like, I, I don't really... Like ego thing. Like, I don't understand Shiv and Tom. Like, what, I don't find that relationship believable at all. It, okay, this is actually how, how you can think about it. Think about it if they were gender reversed and think about it as an emotionally abusive relationship. The difference is that, like, Shiv is playing the role that typically a man would be in, and Tom is in the role that typically a woman would be in. Right. But I still don't understand, like, the appeal for either of them, really, of well, the other one. Well, think about how, I mean, that's not, that is part of being like, in an abusive relationship. You, yeah, but even in an abusive relationship, you get a sense of, like, okay, like, I get what someone is still like getting from this person, like what Honestly, the benefit is. Like they're both, it seems like they both have like money in their own right. And like Tom doesn't have that much money. I think Tom is like, Tom is definitely a uh, social climber. So that's what I think he got out of it when they first were dating. Cause you have to think like now we're watching a, mar- a married right. couple. So we're not watching a dating couple. So he social climbed into the marriage and she probably just like felt like it like you know how some women just get married because they're like "Eh." yes that happens you know it happens yeah i don't know there's just something like i need like it's that's and again i think this brings me back to my succession issue is i'm kind of like there needs to be something redeeming that makes it all make sense there needs to be like some sort of thing with the father and the kids, which makes you understand why they want to be so close to him. And there's like, I don't, I think that's really what it's missing is like the redeeming quality of anyone. I, I know. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that, but I think you see why they are not, they're not able to manipulate out of it. You watch the way he manipulates them. Like you in the scene with Adrian Brody, like, all Logan had to do was be like, I love my son and he's the, he has it in him. All you had to do was say that in front of Kendall at the right time. And it's like, oh, now we're going in this direction for, you know, it, it it's it's a lot of like, I think when you're in a highly abusive and meshed family like that, it's inexplicable to like observers I get how that. it works. No, I get that, yeah. that. You don't fully understand that. But I also just do think that like, even in the most toxic of relationships that are real, you do get a set, like even like when the like, again, not to bring it back to Sopranos, but like in the Tony Carmela d- dynamic, there's still moments where you're like, okay, this, I get why like this, you guys are like together. Like I get what you get from each other or like why well, it works to- for you. I mean, the Roy's are, blood related and it's like they have the company it's like i don't think yeah but there's nothing like positive about any of the vibes like it doesn't make there's some positive vibes in the sprano but they can't like i mean they can't really break up like as a family you know you could like they could like not work together like they all have enough money to go do their own things honestly like i don't 
I think that that's not like the culture of the family. Like I like some it's just not. It's even Connor, who kind of like is the closest person to doing that still, you know, plays the emotional games of the family. Like, I think because they have this giant business, it's like the Murdoch family is like that. Well, we don't know what the Murdoch family is actually like. This is actually kind of based on the Murdoch family. I'm sure there's there's, been books about them. I'm sure there's more like, but you haven't seen them interact with each other. Well, this is a fictional. I know. That's what I'm saying. Because it's fictional. I would like to see some. Well, okay. Something redeeming. Here's, here's one like piece of evidence why like maybe they, they just are not redeeming in this, you know, um, I think when you see them interact with like regular people, you see how like shitty they are. Right. In another level, like with the, um, you know, with the tattoo with the man, the homeless man. And then you have like, you know, you saw how Kendall like killed a guy and like, you know, you, when you see them and, and then there was the one where Logan, um, like fucked up the guy with his chimney. Like he, he was going to put the guy's business. Yeah. Like you see that when they actually interact with like regular people, like, yeah, they are truly just fucking terrible. And like, I think that it's almost like you find it unbelievable that they would be this horrible, but they are. I don't find it unbelievable that they are terrible. I believe they are terrible and they are that terrible. However, I think that everyone has redeeming qualities. Mm -hmm. Literally everyone, no matter like what kind of villain they are. Like every, I think everyone in the entire world, no matter how bad they are, you would have a moment where you're like, I like this about this person. So, and that's what I don't fully see. Right. They don't really have any scenes for any of them that would make you root for the person, like how you do root for Tony Soprano. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're kind of like, oh, Tony's this like terrible, like murderous mob boss, but like, I kind of like him. Like sometimes at least. Or no, like, I mean, people yeah. do. Yeah. Right. I mean, maybe that's just not. Well, I think that's like the sort show of the has sign. a sort of. Well, that's what I think. A, it, yeah. That's what I think differentiates it from like a show that could truly be like a masterpiece in that way of like right. it would it needs that to really give like a 360 feel. Right. I mean, the show also has like a an aloofness to it where it's like we don't want you to see them as human it's like we want this to be a show about like raw power not about a study of humanity right maybe that's just why i don't find it as interesting that's less appealing to me than a yeah a no i understand about, why yeah. that is no i understand that but i like i don't know if that's like I, it doesn't feel like they went for that and then they lack it right it feels like they made a personal they made a choice not yeah. to reveal them the characters in that way yeah i agree well, I guess, but I do, I do enjoy the show. I enjoy the dialogue, but I think to me, that's why I'm not like, oh my God, Succession is my top show ever. Mm-hmm. There were so many things to watch on Sunday night, including Jen Shaw's arrest. Oh which yeah. Which was, I did let's watch just do that. two minutes on it. Let's okay. do two minutes on it. It was, I mean, that was a wild thing to watch because it was one of the most pure segments of television I think we've seen in a really long time because most times in like Housewives or reality TV, like the cast knows like where we're going with the story. Like right. we're going to Vale. 
you know, we're leaving. Yeah. But here they had genuinely, even the produce, the production team didn't know. And yeah, yeah I thought it was, was great. So cool. Um, really, really cool to see. As you, I haven't, I've been like loosely watching um, Salt Lake City this year. Um, so now I'm like in. Oh my I'm gosh. Excited. Like this is, I was waiting. Remember, I think I said this in the beginning of the series. I was like, I'm waiting for like, the thing to happen and then I'll be like super tuned in and that is what I'm doing. I mean, that was just in time for uh, end of uh, Beverly Hills. Do you think yeah. that's a coincidence or do you think they no? I think on purpose? It, I don't think it, they could have. I mean, I'm sure they tried to do it on purpose, but I don't know if it like they could have done it if it didn't work, you know? Right. Um, yeah, that was riveting. It's I'm also still interesting not over to watch it. someone lie while you know they're lying. Yeah, it was interesting to watch like the way she was like telling everyone. Yeah, it was also interesting to watch Whitney um, like be convinced that this was a prank. I mean, I might think that, too, if I'm like on they're filming and this is happening. Well, that's um, why it was like it was like you they actually saw them confused. I feel like it was weird. The police department seemed like I, I wouldn't imagine it would be like that if that happened. Do you know what right. I mean? Of them just being like, yeah, we're looking like, do you know where she is? Like, do you know? You imagine them with like, fuck, with like guns and masks and like whatever. Like, I don't know. It was like, it, was, it, it felt really yeah. real because it was kind of weird. Yeah. 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 Also in this episode, Mary is batshit. Yeah. She's getting crazier. All right. I think that's our show. Um, and be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple or Spotify. Please give us five stars. And follow us, you know, on all our Instagrams. Watch Jordana's Wedding in, you know, Real live time. camera from every angle. And we'll talk to you next week on the App Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Dana Samuel. Editing by Sean Kilby and Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Betches.